I'm Carol Joy Side, and welcome to the Homeschool Made Simple podcast. You're listening to episode 50. This is a podcast to help you homeschool simply, inexpensively, and enjoyably. Well, this morning, I'm sitting in my dining room here at Sabbath Rest with my beautiful longtime friend, Laura Baker. She can tell you a little bit about how we met and how our lives came together, but Greg and Laura are the parents of two grown children, Whitson and Lily, and they live in Charlotte, North Carolina, where Greg is executive pastor at Central Church. Welcome, Miss Laura. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad to be with you. I'm so glad, too. This is better than a birthday party. (laughs) So tell our listeners about kind of how the Lord brought us into each other's lives. Okay, well, getting a running start, I'm I'm from Detroit, Michigan, so it's a very blue-collar place where I was surrounded by a very loving family, and um, really, my educational background would just be, you would consider it kind of uninspiring, it was very utilitarian, but I always, like, hoped, especially when I became a believer, that there was things that I didn't know about that I always wanted to know about. And so I always had, like, this, like, desire to know more about the beauty and mm. the goodness and the truth that existed. Like, I didn't even know those three words as, <laughs> as I came to later understand. But, like, I couldn't have articulated it. But I always had that in my heart. Mm. So when Greg and I met and got engaged, we laughed and we were so idealistic and earnest but ignorant because we always said we wanted to adopt six children and we wanted to, um, you know, we'll have six children and adopt and and so we we laughed. We have two, but we think we ended up with six (laughs) in a roundabout way, six people in two bodies, you know, they're pretty live wires but um so we went we were so excited to start off our life and you know um you know just that we were going to have this christian family and just be really together and stuff and the first bump in the road we hit was infertility Mm. issues and that was just so tough and then um we were so blessed to adopt lily at birth and then that was eight years into our uh, marriage and then Two years later, we gave birth to a biological son who, (laughs) surprise, 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 surprise. Um, he's 23 now. And so I think it's because of that, how precious that was to us, that we had this deep sense of calling with our parenthood and with even, you know, considering homeschooling and, and just that we wanted to really share the beauty of Christ with with discipling our children we just felt like the constraints of traditional school would really limit severely and um, so anyway we just wanted to um, start this journey we had friends at homeschool and we thought well if they can do it we can do it but the more I found out about it I started breaking out in hives because (laughs) it sounded kind of rigid and like workbooks and textbooks and I something about that just made my spirit kind of crumple but i had no idea what to do about it and so i'd gotten some catalog where there was five in a row on the front and it was literature based and i just thought oh that'll be fun to get me started you know because i just was ignorant and i didn't know anything else so i kind of had that in the hopper when we first went to the homeschool conference in winston-salem yes so it was there that i received my 
booklet and I something caught my eye right away. <laughs> there was a, a seminar by some lady named Carol Joy Seed, <laughs> which, you know, she, she got me in the German pronunciation <laughs> later. But um, I, I was just reading it and that's what I thought. And so it said, if you were stranded on a deserted island and you could only bring one box of books, what would be in the box? So I said to my husband, let's divide and conquer. You know, he had certain mm-hmm. things that were more like yeah. technical. And then right. I was going for like the emotive flowers and music <laughs> yeah. and art, you know. So anyway, I thought that sounds like, you know, me because I love to read. And so anyway, um, uh, that was the first time I heard Carol speak. And really, by the end of it, I was almost mad because I thought, I'd only heard of one of the books or authors that she had talked about. And I said, I'm 35 years old and I've been gypped. And, you know, I need to go back and read all these children's books that I never heard of. Or even there was grown-up books on there too. But I was like, okay, that's my first thing as a homeschool teacher. I need to... Build a library. Build a library and have read some of these beautiful classics myself. So she was saying all these like romantical sounding like exotic (laughs) names. Like it would just tumble off her tongue like Marguerite (laughs) D'Angeli and Gene Stratton Porter. And I was like, I literally think I wrote every word (laughs) that you said. And so I, I... I got at at the end of it, I was just like, my hair was drooping down because I was just like, I had run the gauntlet, you know? (laughs) And so I said, forget all these other highlighted seminars. I'm looking for this lady's next one because I was going to rearrange my whole weekend around hearing. But then I thought, Laura, this is just like you. You're so emotional. Like you, the, your favorite book is the last one you read, you know, that kind of thing. So just because I heard this first, very first person, now I think I'm all in for this. And so I, I sort of had this out of body experience. Like I was having a psychotic break with reality. Like how can the first thing I heard be like the very cry of my heart, but yet look how beautifully the Lord (laughs) really providentially ordered my steps because I felt that we were kindred spirits from that first. Amen. Can you believe that, girl? I have to tell our listeners that you were wearing the cutest little Lily Pulitzer outfit. (laughs) And I thought, oh, this woman is my twin separated from birth. Right? (laughs) Well, I just thought, I don't want to be like, you know, with the jean jumper no. and the Birkenstocks. And that was and, the thing. You I know, looked across raising the goats. room and saw that outfit and I thought, well, this is a woman after my heart. Oh, how funny. <laughs> well, you know, our, our church is in a big city. So it was like, I probably would have actually really loved to be that person in yeah. Birkenstocks raising yeah. goats. But there I was, <laughs> landlocked, and I just had to like wear Lily. That's right. <laughs> that's exactly right. So anyway, so then what happened? that's the first thing. So then... um I ended up um, meeting fortuitously through a neighbor, her daughter, and she had children the same age. And I was about to host you. I mm. wanted you to come and talk more. I was just mm. so thirsty at our, at, at our church. And so we had an area seminar, and I invited this this new friend. Her name's Laura, too. And there we sat, and we got the Holy Grail, <laughs> the, our Bibles, the exalted pink sheets from Carol's seminar. Now back then, I have to okay. explain, they were all pink. Okay. But then as years wore on, we color-coded, so... For the age? Chunk, no, age, just for oh, the different topics, like stop. history's pink, okay. literature's blue, blue. church history's buff, 
Okay. Curriculum's yellow. Gotcha. So we right. made it easier in the seminar to say turn to your yellow. Okay. But back then they were all pink. Well, back then, you know, I was just a newbie and that's all I knew. So I, I had these, like, I was just like, I was just like in awe. And I have to say that um, just even like the preliminary things about your family life mm. and your Christian worldview, I mean, all that ended up being extremely... I might start crying. Influential. I, I know. Laura's a big crier, you guys. So I you know. already have the Kleenex We do. Next we have it here. <laughs> but like, it was so transformational mm-hmm. for me personally. Casting a vision. Yeah. Like, like World Magazine. Yes. I didn't know about it. And yes. since then, just the whole world of apologetics mm-hmm. and theology and, yes. you know, politics and why, you know, this is all important as why a believer. It so it really... It just, I mean, I cannot tell you, and that's why I've just been so grateful for you because it didn't just help us like get through homeschooling. It really changed me as a believer. And and I'm so grateful for your discipleship Mm. of me, you know. I'm so grateful for you, so it's mutual. Yeah. Are you familiar with my literature-based approach to education, but still unsure of what it looks like for your family? For over 30 years, I've helped families custom fit their children's education to their specific needs. The beauty of education done this way is that it fits like a tailored suit. If you find yourself making do or wondering how to best help your child or you simply have questions, I'm available to you. Consider booking an appointment today. You can visit my website, caroljoyside.com forward slash consulting to learn more. Fill out the book now form and my assistant will be in touch to schedule a time that works for you. Don't lose sleep over unanswered questions. Let's work together to make homeschool simple. Now back to the show. So there we go. So then um, we did a little consulting to kind of get nuts and bolts and it really helped me clarify like, um, you know, planning and being intentional about making sure that we began with the end in mind. Like we really wanted to do things yeah have that vision and I I was reading Charlotte Mason and I was thinking about what you were saying and Greg was so appreciative he just loved it so gratefully I have such an amazing you know partner where we were never at odds about it and my heart really goes out for those that that you know I struggling I do I do I just my heart is with you but so the so Carol encouraged us because our children were still so young um, why don't you start with my friend Kathy Keller's book? It's called Turning Back the Pages of Time, a guide to American history through literature. And the reason why is because Kathy was a girl like me once upon a time who had come to the seminar. Her children were too little. Carol's is really ideally for third and up, right? The, the, the history, pink. pink sheets, the which pink. are world history. World history. And so I like people to start with American history because it's right. concrete and it's not... There's nothing supernatural and weird like yeah. Egyptian gods. Correct. And Greek. Perfect. Gods. So such wisdom on that spiritually because yes. of what we know about children's yes. early years and. Mm-hmm. That's right. So anyway, so um, Kathy we, came to the seminar. Kathy came, and so Carol said, "Well, why don't you write one? Mm-hmm. Since there's not one for the she little." She wanted me to write one. I'm like, "No, you write you it. You do it." And, and so Kathy's did. the girl. I mean, she came up with this like literally booklet for mm-hmm. maybe five dollars. But God bless her. She she like that was her life's work. Where Carol right. is the pink sheets. Mm-hmm. Like that was her life's work. This is Kathy. So we started off first thing out of this shoot. 
um, Vikings. And so what Laura and I decided, because our husbands were awesome taking the kids out swimming or doing something fun, we sat down and we planned a unit study using Kathy's books by Carol's method, and we started with Leif the Lucky. And what ended up happening out of that is I realized I sort of had this talent of reading the book and then writing a script. Springboarding so, it. Springboarding it. And so what we did was we, we started with an end of the unit party in mind where <laughs> we were going to cook like a Viking meal, have the dads come. We made these little cheesy, like we went to Walmart and got that acrylic fake fur, fur, fake fur, and we made like, we laced it with the like leather lacing, like vest for the kids. And then we got, this is just, I don't even know where we got all this stuff, Usborne books or the internet by that time, I don't know. But we cut like gallon milk jugs and we paper macheed Viking horns and like <laughs> they, we painted them and they... Like we got the boys like spears and it was just totally a blast and they did this little play and oh the dads clapped and it was just like super easy, super simple. We read by day and then we had this, you know, wingding at the end and it was super fun. <laughs> and now, so, Laura, let me interrupt you okay. because there are people saying, oh, I hate messes and I hate projects. Mm -hmm. But the beauty of reading these books is it mm -hmm. gives it all to you as you're reading Door in the Wall. You're learning about knights and castles mm -hmm. and um, monasteries in the Middle Ages. And as you're reading Life the Lucky, you're learning about um, Norsemen and their mm -hmm. traditions and their clothes and their food. and their, Exactly. Right? And so you don't have to be a creative genius. No. And you're not staying up nights because you're doing this. You're learning with your children as you read. So Correct. a lot of the unit study approaches right. that, that our generation, my generation, mm -hmm. tried, they'd be like, well, you stay up all night and you create this whole process. And then your kids get up and you spew it all back to them. Right. And then they go to bed and you stay up all night again. And your husband's like, hello, where are you? Because it consumes your life. Right. But my method is based on the scripture that Jesus' yoke is easy and his burden is light. Yes. And so as you're reading out loud, your kids are saying, can we make a Viking feast like they're exactly. having? Exactly. Right? You're not having to come up with this on your own. Not really. I mean, it was very organic. I mean, we had, you know, these were picture books. And so That's you right. could, at a glance, That's sort of see right. where it was going. So we had some ideas, but our, our criteria was that it couldn't be like, taking over our life either Amen. right so we we just Simple. balanced that with the kids enthusiasm because they were they were such happy ship. campers I they know. totally were and so then from there we went on and we did a unit on the puritans mm. and it was around thanksgiving time Wonderful. so we tied that in with some indian stuff and we did um after that, I remember that we went into Westward Expansion and we decided to use the Little House books for yes. the entire best. year. The best. We read them all oh, nine books yeah. for the, the year. And the Little House cookbook and the Laura Ingalls Wilder songbook. Right. Well, what happened was... Um, Maybe that was in here, the Laura Ingalls mm -hmm. songbook. Yeah, I think it is. Okay, that's probably where I got it. So what had happened, we had gotten a computer, and I could look up on the internet and hold books, so I saw this beautiful book about 
um, all the songs that Pa did with his fiddle. Exactly. And it was all there, sheet music, But the problem with the, mu- with the books is it doesn't give you the music, so you're reading those books right. and faking. You don't even song. know. You're that's making right. up a ditty. <laughs> so when I saw that there was a book, oh. and there's some other ones that are easier to get than one I have was yes. put together very in the 50s. It's yes. very old. Yes. But I found it on eBay, and I took it to Kinko's, and they cut off the binding and did a spiral so we could literally lay it flat because I can kind of plunk on a guitar right, right. and my, I mean like I think I know like four chords but yeah. like the kids didn't know that I really <laughs> didn't know what I was doing it was enough to make it sound like they thought they were like big stuff singing yeah. Yeah. and then Greg could play the piano and we Aww. taught the children a bunch of the songs awesome. throughout the year then we made these things called Indian story robes oh. so this is just a piece of like brown felt like yeah. cut like a you know, like how the the like hide would be. Oh, well, the oh. hide of an animal because oh, okay. it was Indians. Okay. So then when we would finish one of the books, we would have the children draw a little picture oh. and color it. And we ironed it on <gasps> because Indians actually made story robes. And so it was like... Um, What's that? The, the Native Americans would. Oh make yes, their yes, own robes. yes. And so anyway, it well they would um, they would put their exploits from oh, their lives to tell awesome. the pictures of what you know, and as they were like telling their family history, exactly. Or, <gasps> So we did that with the little house books. And so that was super fun. So then by this time, the children were getting older. And so they could be way more More involved involved with doing these things. So we decided, Laura sewed and I sewed. And so we got um, uh, patterns and we made little house outfits for the girls. And then we kind of just... I don't know. We could have a square dance. Did you make maple syrup snow? I mean, when I read your books, the ideas. There you go. Like you could have done any of that, right? right? And you don't have to pay any money for someone to give you these ideas. No, you're you're just just reading the book, and the kids are outside playing what you just read out loud to them. Right, and like you will know when you start reading, you will know what works for your family. What you see, their eyes start to twinkle. They get jazzed up. So we did little like dress up outfits we did the story robes and then I was determined to find a pig bladder to make a ball (laughs) and throw it up in the air like a balloon we did it you did we found a Hispanic market that they did their own in-house butchering right and I called and said would you happen they said yes we'll give you a pig bladder (laughs) so we washed that thing in vinegar (laughs) and we stitched it it up It blew it up and then stitched it up. Throw it in the air. And the kids played with it the whole night of our our Lord Lord Eagles Wild, Wild Expo. Yeah. So we just had so much fun. So they just sang songs and you know told they told they narrated the stories to the on fathers their robes. on their robes. They told oh. and the dads were just so awesome. Oh. So that's what we did. It was beautiful. Oh, beautiful. So on and on it went. So then we got launched you know, eventually into the pink sheets. We kept going from there, but... So the pink sheets were studying world history. World history, so that started with creation creation and the flood. Mm -hmm. And um, Egypt, Greece, Rome, Rome, Middle Ages, Renaissance, Reformation. Correct. So I I can just say that we went on and on in the same fashion. Wow. And I will say that along the way... um, we got so much out of Honey for a Child's Heart. Yes. Like with their free time reading, I just yes. wanted to put a Pleasure plug in reading. 
for for Gladys Hunt because that was such a, a blessing for us. Yes. And then of course we had the um, book, book list, list from from Carol mm-hmm. and the kids loved her books. Mm-hmm. They were like we it would we would go online and put the books on hold at the library if mm-hmm. we could get them. Yeah. Oftentimes not mm-hmm. and I would get them from Carol or even sometimes I could go on eBay or whatever yes. but like um it it would just be like treasure. Mm. It would be like Christmas Day when we would go get the books and bring Aww. them home. It was just so much fun. Oh. We would do books on tape in the car yes. and we I, I explained to her that our family was 12 hours away in two different directions like his parents one way, mine the other. We would I would read all the way up and down the, the interstates of the United States <laughs> and we would just be crying yes. or the kids would be cheering yes. or and even we would take trips with my parents and they got swept up to in, into it and before you know it my mother was reading our books that we were studying oh, in school so you were sharing that experience and then we were like doing nature walks and nature journals and to this day i will say that's one of my greatest blessings is how my children love nature oh. and love to be outside and how they are so comfortable and not afraid they know what things are and they understand we did so many fun things with that um, they learned a lot of household chores um, we had so many opportunities to serve which was the three-legged stool that yeah. you talked about um, work and study and serving and yes. Um, yes. and so I hope I'm saying that right you did it perfectly and um, actually we had a really neat opportunity to come alongside a friend of our family that was running for our state Supreme Court. And we became his campaign managers (laughs) for the biggest county in North Carolina, and which basically consisted of going to some meetings and putting signs around and giving signs to other people. But we just told everybody about our friend Paul Newby, and and they've just been so sweet. We took meals to uh, shut-ins. We did a lot of poem and hymn memorizing, which Mm. is very Charlotte Mason. So really, with what Carol says, you know, your Bible, your math book, and your library card, it was literally just like life, but we were learning and they were so excited. And when I asked the kids, like, what would you want me to say about our time learning together when you were growing up? Our daughter Lily's um, thing that she said was like, when she got together with kids from church who, who weren't necessarily homeschooled, some were, but like she said, they talked about their grades, mm-hmm. like their, oh, I got a B in this class or whatever. Lily said, mom, it never occurred to me <laughs> to talk like she said it was like bragging but she said what i wanted to talk about is what we were learning like how cool (laughs) the world is and like what god did and this and that and like you know and so she just had this very different like zesty thing and um, with our son he has a real gift for language Mm -hmm. and so all this reading out loud i mean i you I know this might sound crazy, but like, I really think that he has a gift, like that he could be a songwriter, you know, and, and he's still in the formation stages of that, but I've really encouraged him in, in his gifting and that's a real strength for him. So that, that worked out amazingly well. Then that worked into, um, you know, we, we did stuff with, um, musical theater and just had a great time. So we, I will say that when we got to your portion of of learning with ancient history the children absolutely loved it Mm. I mean they had been sort of primed with American history so they got it they we were in our rhythm 
And then I will say that what happened was our magnum opus was um, the ancient Greece unit study. Yes. And we did the Rosemary Sutcliffe books, mm. Black Ships Before Troy. Yes. And I can't remember the other one, but it was basically the, the Iliad and the Odyssey. Yeah. Yep. The Wanderings of Odysseus. And so, again, me reading these out loud to our children just so effortlessly. It was so, like, I cannot tell you the energy and joy that I would get from reading these stories because they were so enthralling, rich. so rich in oh. every way. And what we ended up doing with that is I wrote a script and we actually reenacted the Trojan War in Laura's backyard with their tree house. <laughs> we built a Trojan horse no. out of a refrigerator box. I mean, these are the things the kids did. Right. Because by this time, they're like they're 10, 12 it. years old. They're making the, yeah. the decisions. Exactly. And oh. like um, we had we had like these Grecian headbands <laughs> that we glued banana curls like to look like Grecian and we made these just simple stitching up the sleeves and then the belt right and so and then we did like you know in the music man yeah. how Eulalie the mayor's wife yeah. did like one Grecian urn yes. and they reenacted these Greek yes. freezes yes. Yeah. well we had the girls do all these famous poses of yes. sculptures from Greece. from Greece like that from the music um. band it gave me the idea so we had this whole tableau <laughs> of poses and you know like I would read what it was where yes. it was found and the girls would strike the pose no. and freeze and we would take their pictures it was beautiful oh then we did Aesop fables yes and then we did um the tortoise and the hare and the boys oh. were running around like wild <laughs> Indians in the backyard and we that that was like Huge, like we probably had 50 people at that, and we put sticks under their chairs. And when the battle scene came, we told them ahead of time, Grab your stick, the boys are going to come with their fake swords. And and all the grandparents were like sword fighting, fighting with the little kids. No way. So super fun. So, Carol, I just want you to know this is why you keep getting thank you notes in your mailbox from me for decades because my cup runneth over and i have treasure i wouldn't trade it i wouldn't go back and do anything different and it was worth what little messes that we we did make so thank you for sharing and oh my life is so rich because of you and greg and you've just been my biggest cheerleaders and i really appreciate it i love you Thank well, you, thank friend. you for joining me this week on the Homeschool Made Simple podcast. If you liked what you heard in this episode, I'd appreciate a rating and a review on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help too. Visit my website, Carol Joyside, to subscribe to our e weekly email and receive exclusive discounts in my online store where seminars and interviews are available. Be sure to tune in next week for my next episode where I help you homeschool simply inexpensively and enjoyably. Blessings.